What's up, everybody? This is a Growing Up Italian podcast, and today <laughs> I have a special guest, Yes, Christy Peruzzo. Hi, everybody. Straight from Italy. Yes, thank you for having me. You just me. imported her. <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> definitely not the case. <laughs> it feels like it, though. Well, uh, for those who don't know me, I'm Italian-American, and I was born and raised here. Mm -hmm. um, my family is originally from Sicily, and my mom's mom was from Sarno, mm -hmm. uh, so close to... Naples, Napoli. Okay, mm -hmm. um, that's basically my head in these past few days, back and forth between. You forget Indonesia which one to say. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> saying anymore. And so, yeah, but my parents were both born here in the Bronx, and then I was born in New Haven, which is another mm -hmm. really big Italian American yep. community. Yep. I actually never been there, but a lot of our followers are from there. Okay, so yeah. People always say you should come to New Haven. Um, I also heard about like a lot of pizza there. Yes, like, Sally's of... Pizza. There's Pepe's Pizza. I think mm -hmm. a Bates as well. There's so many. So what's the best pizza in New Haven? Uh, we always normally go to Pepe's. Pepe's. Yeah. <laughs> so you were born in Connecticut. And That's right. You just moved to Sicily like. I mean, Milan. Yeah. What, four years ago? So, actually, it's been much longer. So, I studied, because uh, I'm an actress, mm -hmm. and I studied... Actress um, and model, right? Yeah, when I was younger. <laughs> as I'm getting older, I like to focus more on the acting. Mm -hmm. um, but my story, long story short, is mm -hmm. that I was born and raised in New Haven, mm -hmm. and um, I studied uh, acting mainly in New York, uh, singing, dancing, acting, and I started in musicals. And... Um, at the time, I was dating somebody who was Italian. When I was mm -hmm. 19, I decided to move back to where the family is originally from in Italy. Mm -hmm. And um, I, yeah, he was from Milan, so I stayed in Milan. And as soon as I got like to Milan, um, I didn't speak Italian almost at all. Oh, really? So yeah, it was really hard for Not me even to dialect. Get... Just no. I mean, at all? you know, the very basics like. Come stai? No, For not even. Job. I think like <laughs> I think I knew the three M's like Maron. <laughs> <laughs> All the curses. <laughs> exactly. Maron Macron. <laughs> Manja, <laughs> Manajate. Uh, I won't go with some of the other things that might come to everyone's head. <laughs> well, I'm sure our followers know what exactly what you're they know to say. everything I'm talking about. So yeah, um, I knew. <laughs> No, because basic. I mean, even Italian me American. personally, I have a hard time in Milan when yeah. I speak Italian because my dialect is just like ma che dici. Exactly, because where's your family originally from? Salerno. So it's a bit different. Yeah, it's like Chinese to them. Yeah. So I have a really hard time, like, but in general, even the kids in Salerno, they don't even speak my dialect. It's like an old dialect. Yeah, that your family has continued here. to exactly. use while yeah, yeah. they've been here. Whereas I didn't really grow up speaking Italian. So then when I went to Italy, I struggled for the first couple of years. It was really, mainly the first year was really hard. And then I really just picked it up. There's no other, I was like a sponge and I was young. So it was a Did bit you take easy. Classes to speak I Italian? only took one for one month. So I mean, like in the, Oh, that's the, good. Yeah, I, I really 
got it just from speaking with people and asking people and learning. And when you live in a country, you're kind of forced to learn how to Mm -hmm. speak the language. So, um, yeah, being there really helped me. And that's Mm -hmm. how I picked up the language. But getting back to talking about my career, um, when I moved to Italy, it was really hard for me to find acting work. I mean, obviously, I could barely even speak Italian. I thought there would be more in New York, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I mean, Italian cinema is really beautiful and there's a lot of mm-hmm. great it's mainly in Rome and uh, they do a lot of television in Milan so what ended up happening was I started doing TV commercials because I didn't have to talk they were like can you just take a sip of this and smile and I didn't have to say anything so I really started working in television mm-hmm. through TV commercials gotcha. and that opened up doors I got an agent and then the first job that I land was actually for um, Comedy Central oh, wow. Italy yes really? Comedy Central Italy but I, I was, know that was, I was a thing. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I was mainly dancing, though. I wasn't acting as much. And then the first, like, speaking role that I got uh, was with uh, DJ TV. And now, years later, I'm working again with Radio DJ, which is one of the main radios in Italy. So I'm really happy. Yeah, so... I mean, that was long story short. Uh, What happened was I had worked originally for five years or so Mm -hmm. in Italian television. And then I needed a break and I had some other opportunities to work internationally. So I said, okay, I'm just going to take maybe like three months and do some other modeling contracts elsewhere. I had opportunities, you know, in Asia and Africa and going. Oh, so you went to Asia and Africa too? Yeah, I went all around. I mean, I was modeling in Dubai and, and just, I was really all through the world, you know, Europe and America. And so, uh, you know, going to Italy was such like an enriching experience. And I wanted to see, you know, where else I could go with modeling, like where else in the world would it take me? So I had intended to go away only for three months and I stayed away for like six years. (laughs) (laughs) That escalated quickly. (laughs) So eventually, you know, it got to be a bit you know, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to Italy now. I really missed it. It was like really eating away at me. And I was like, I just feel like that's really, truly my home deep mm-hmm. down. At the end of the day, that's, that's home. Yeah. That's I mean, for from. me, even though I grew up here, I always had this feeling that like my family is originally from somewhere else. Like I'm mm-hmm. from somewhere else. And that's something that I would really like to talk about more so in the Italian American community. And I just find that, you know, Within our community, people really identify in a lot of different ways. So, like, say, for example, some people, like my cousins, say, for example, they'll identify as New Yorkers. When you ask them, like, where are you from? They're New Yorkers. Obviously, they're Mm -hmm. proud to be Italian-American, but they never needed to go back to Italy or they never sought it. Like we went as a family trip one time. Maybe that was it. They don't even really care to, you know, for them being Italian American is enough being New York, being from New York is enough. And that's really their identity. Whereas for me, from the time that I was really young, I remember being fascinated about like family trees and like figuring out and like tracing lineage. And like, I had a photo of like my great grandparents um, in Sicily, and it was like this black and white photo, like this portrait mm-hmm. of all of them standing there. And their I still, wedding picture? Or just... No, it, I don't even know why they had a portrait, but I think that they were about to take off to America oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I know and so, okay. yeah. So it's like one of those big family pictures of like all the kids. It, and then yeah. everyone's just standing there. No one's even smiling. No one's smiling. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of everybody yeah. has. My, my grandma, my nonna has a, a picture like that. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, and I was like, oh, okay. So that's where my family. 
family's from, and I would hear stories. You know, my grandfather. Were your parents born here? Or there? My parents were born here in the Bronx. Both of them are, were born in oh, the Bronx. Oh, so you're, so you're second generation. Here. Yeah. So my, I exactly. That's why I didn't really speak Italian. Yeah, that's Italian. why you didn't speak it. Yeah, it makes sense. Right, growing up, and uh, where was I going with this? Now I just lost my train of thought, but it's okay. I was thinking about, oh, my grandfather. You know, he had always told us stories about, you know, Sicily and some people in the family would go back, oh, it's this one's 95th birthday, we have to go back to Sicily. So, um, and and especially because my grandfather had a really interesting story. So he was actually born already in the United States. And he went back. Then he went back to I, Sicily. I know some people are... Yeah. So there, it was the Great Depression. So when it was the Great Depression, they were like, what are we even doing here? Let's go back. So they went back because they still had farms there and things like that. So at least they could eat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's important. I, 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 it, yeah. So they went back to Sicily. And he was there for a little while, so he went to like elementary school, and then he moved back to America. He went, came back to New York, and then it was like World War II, and then he didn't want to have to fight, I think, against like Italians. It, it was like yeah, one of World those. War II, yeah. it, they were back and that's forth, where back and forth. A lot forth. of people talk about like that specific time in America. Like Italians weren't proud to be Italian at all because here we are battling Italians in a world war. So that's where a lot of the culture, like, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You see that little culture gap well, I think from that the was time of the wars. Also, the assimilation that was just being pushed on, mm -hmm. you know, immigrants, especially around, like, who I, I want to say maybe from the 1950s, but maybe this is just my understanding mm -hmm. and I might be incorrect, but, uh, you know, everyone was being basically forced to assimilate into American culture. And, yeah, exactly. and I could I Just to be proud to be American. Like, right. this is where you are. You right. Know I understand that. And there's a place for that. But I think that it's really important that we don't lose our roots and our heritage mm -hmm. because that really informs our values and our values are how we create, like, who we are mm -hmm. as a people. Absolutely. And so I think also that it was really important for me to go back to Italy and spend time with my family in Sicily and, you know, live and work in Milan and just understand what it was like to, to be Italian because, you know, our blood is Italian. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as much as we were raised here, that was more so my identity was the fact because, again, you and I were talking about this before when it comes to like, especially in like... Um, the tri-state area, I'm not sure, you know, other Italian-Americans in other places or other mm -hmm. Italians in other places of the world. I don't know if it's the same, but everybody always says, like, what's your ethnicity? Where are you yeah, from? Yeah, where are you from? What's your nationality? Yeah, exactly. So, um, like, you and I, we're always like, oh, yeah, we're Italian. We're Italian. And then I went back to Italy, and it was like, everybody was like, you're American. You're not Italian. I'm like, but I am Italian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because I don't speak the language doesn't mean that I don't have Italian blood. They call, they call you a right? Si, esatto. So I think that really, that, that was really hard for me mm -hmm. was because my whole identity was based on the fact that I was Italian. You know, growing up in America, I was mm -hmm. like, that's who you were. You're from an Italian mm -hmm. community. But then I went back and then I was American. So, um... You know, that really forced me to understand truly what it meant to me to be Italian-American. I will never be 100%, you know, like... Each way, in either way. Yeah, and that's there's, okay. There's pros and cons to each, though. Right, right, exactly. So, I don't know, right now, you're still in Milan. So, mm -hmm. Milan, you don't see it as much, but, like, where I'm from, like, everything shuts down at once. So, if you don't have food in the house, you're in trouble. <laughs> You know, whereas like, you know, those things America, were, it's like 
right. you want something, right. someone will go pick it up for you and bring it to you for so, a fee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those things were also really hard for me to get used to when I first... Like, but Milan's not like that. Or it Milan is. is to a certain extent. You know, a lot of places close at a certain time. They close for lunch. And um, I think ultimately, like when I look at it as a big picture, America's just based around convenience. See, like we've got so many... Well, con- we're lazy. <laughs> well, no, I mean... Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> that too. but there's so many convenience stores and I just think, you know, there's places that are open 24 seven. And, uh, whereas in Italy, that was hard for me to get used to as well. There were a lot of things that were tricky for me to get used to when I moved back. And so, you know, the language being one of them having mm-hmm. to learn and pick that up from nothing. And then also there were cultural things. I think that as Italian Americans, we have the same values as Italians because those values were passed down through our like grandparents mm-hmm. that came over. But those cultural things, mm-hmm. like say for example, uh, that if you're ready to eat lunch, if you're late, you can't go eat lunch at 3.30 because the restaurant's already closed because then they're prepping for dinner. And yeah. you're used to, you know, in New York, things being open like yeah. from noon on and they're open till like, mm-hmm. you know, God only knows what yeah. time. So you could eat a meal at any time. And, you know, store, so stores will close for lunch and then restaurants will close after lunch. So it was like a mm-hmm. juggling game. Yeah, it was, it's very weird like that. Yeah. So those kind of cultural things were trickier to get used to. And especially because also Italians, like a really big difference that I've noted is that Italians really appreciate like artisans. Mm-hmm. Um, and You're just I, talking about like fine dining, like. Well, no, more so what I'm referring to is, say, for example, if they want to get fruit, they'll go to Frutti Vendolo. They'll go to the little guy with the little stand, and he's going to have his stuff. And then if they want to get meat, they go to the butcher. And then if they want to get wine, they'll go to the Enoteca. Yeah, like the supermarkets, more like you know, grabbing a little bit of everything. But whereas here, it's like you grab everything there. At the supermarket. You just one-stop shop. You just go to the supermarket. It's done. Whereas Italians, they don't mind if they have to go a little bit more out of their way because they want the quality products. But that's all they have to do the whole day. Their day just just revolves around, you know, you know, three tomatoes and then going home, right? It depends. I would say if you're from an old school Italian family where maybe, you know, the mom's been home for a while. She never went back to work if she had after she had her kids, then that is going to be a big yeah. part. But I think our generation, a lot of the women are working and yeah, definitely. But, you know, it's very typical that women will retire and be the grandmother and look out. So that'll yeah. definitely be more so a part of their and also yeah. grandpas, too. You know, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now they're hanging out in the piazza yeah. playing preschool. <laughs> Watching somebody. They're busy. They're watching construction, you know, and you see them all standing around everybody else, (laughs) telling everybody else how to live their lives. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from the bar, from Apiatet. That's what I lived. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's completely different, though. I mean. Italy's definitely a hundred percent more laid back. I would say Here's in the like, south, in the south, yes. Yeah. I think anywhere, the fir- the closer you are to the equator, and the hotter it is, the slower you can move. Yeah, you can't be boom, 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 boom all over the place. You'll just mm-hmm. die of heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. So people naturally are like, we need to take longer breaks. They'll have longer pauses at yeah. lunchtime. They'll go home. They'll take a nap at lunch. Yeah. It's not unusual for Italians to have, like, especially in the south, especially in the summer. You know, lunches can be a good two and a half hours, yeah. maybe 
potentially longer. Yeah. In the north, not as four much. Hours. Well, you know, Milan with is, the mat with the with the nap. Yeah, it's like four hours. Yikes! I mean, like that that can be the case, but I would say in Milan, that's definitely not the case. It's a colder environment. Mm -hmm. It's um more uh what's the right word? Um, it's a big city too. Yeah, it's more metropolitan, ultimately, what I'm getting at. And they've got deadlines that they've got to meet. They're working with international, you know, businesses. So it's a bit different, you know, Milan to... You see, to Milan, stuff. I didn't get, like, that slow vibe at all. No, no, it's Milan definitely... Milan was very, like... Fast-paced, yeah. Even shouts to my dad's cousin there. He goes 150 miles an hour. Like, he's always moving, you know? He owns a couple of small businesses, and he works for himself, so he hustles hard. I know? feel like, in a way... It, like you know how they say sometimes people joke like oh new york's not really part of america it's like its own kind of exactly. like entity Milan's it's like you the same can't way. really i think so i think in a in a lot of ways yeah i would say it's the one thing that you can compare in the two cities is it's more so fast paced but i like i like the fact that they want to get a lot done mm -hmm. there's ambitious people in milan i really a lot like of, a lot of um tourists too like people that Tourists that come every day to spend money, but also people that move there for a better life. Correct. So immigrants. Yeah, there's immigrants from overseas and immigrants from the south of Italy. You know that there's just a lot more work opportunities yeah. in Milan. So, but I was, it was really interesting. I thought that maybe because we, you know, us, our families are all from the south. So a lot of times when people go back, they'll go back to the Amalfi Coast. This is also really fascinating to me. It's like when I think about all my cousins, all the people that I grew up with in my Italian-American community, we're all from like... Sicily, right? Mm -hmm. Or like from Calabria or from, you know, the Amalfi Coast, Napoli, Napoli etc. So it's like we have, but then people go back and they'll just go to Rome and Florence and Venice and then they go home. And it's like, that's not even, you cannot compare. Like, sure, that's still Italy. That's mm -hmm. great. But until 150 years ago, like when our family like moved, like they were own their own monarchies. Like they were their own sovereign govern government. Yeah. Like, well, Italy only got united 150 years yeah, ago. Exactly. So, so <laughs> we America's been united longer than them <laughs> yeah. in that sense. Right? Yeah. So, so it's funny to me when people go back. I mean, obviously those are great places to go to, but when you really want to get back connected to your roots, you should speak to your grandparents and speak to like our generation, say yeah. for example. Reach out, but, speak to the elders, and understand where your family's from, and go back there. You're gonna find no, like absolutely. you can connect that's what this, in a that's lot what of this page is really about. about. Like we, that's what we like encourage everybody to do. Like get involved in your local society. Like mm -hmm. you know, for us, where our family's from, there's a society down the block. So we try to be involved as much as possible. But uh, back to Milan. Okay. Isn't it very like different with um the food too? Like yeah. Milan compared to the South. I mean. The cuisine is I, yeah, very like different. Yeah. When I went to Milan, it was all Milanese. Yep. Like, you know. Yeah. Polo Milanese. So I think it comes back to what the terrain is and what the weather's like. They could, you know, they have a lot of uh, ri um, rice and um, corn-based like yeah. polenta, say, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. So it's like different regions have their own specialties because the terrain is so different from the north to the south. Mm -hmm. A different, you know, temperature and, you know, the certain crops can only grow a certain time of yeah, year yeah. in different places. So the food that you and I grew up with from the south, and, you know, we fry, like, everything. Every day, yeah. We, like, stuff everything, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like we, we mix and 
you know, I, even when I go back down there and I tell them like, guys, I don't eat meat. They're like, okay, don't worry. Like, oh, other than, like yeah, for the most part, I eat a plant-based diet. I have for like the last 15 years. Obviously when I go back to Italy, I'm very much more like flexible and adaptable just because I go see my family and they're like this massive lasagna comes out. I'm like, all right, whatever's in there, I'm eating it. Yeah, you know, exactly. like I, I throw my hands in it. cheese? Uh, every once in a while. Yeah. Again, like I prefer plant-based stuff. So like mm. when I go back, I'll tell them I'm vegetarian and they're like, don't worry, I'll make popetta with eggplant. So <laughs> then, you know, they'll, they'll make like meatballs, but made out of eggplant. And instead of like stuffing, good. yeah, it's really good. Or the, instead of like stuffing, you know how they stuff the red peppers and stuff mm -hmm. like that. They won't put the meat in it, but they'll put like the other things in it. Or, yeah. A thousand different things. I mean, they, yeah. they come up with the most, you know, amazing things. The dishes are amazing. But yeah, as far as cuisine goes, what you and I grew up with, what I think mm -hmm. a lot of Italian Americans grew up with, you know, things like capers and uh, olives and, uh, you know, uh, the sun-dried tomatoes and the roasted red peppers and all that stuff, the eggplant, all that stuff, artichokes. I mean, that's more so yeah. from Rome and the South, yeah, like exactly. from, from Rome down. That's, yeah. you know, us. Whereas from the North, it's really, really different. Yeah, corn, rice. Yeah. Those like, I, I feel like that's where chicken cults were invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. I think, so. I, I don't know. Really, I mean, they, they do cotoletta. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's not made with chicken. It's made with other meat. But again, I'm vegetarian. Yeah, so, so yeah. It's, it's not something you focus on. No, so. not as much. So, in, in, in uh, Milan, mm. do you, you know, I was AC Milan and Inter. Uh, do you pick, do you have a preference? So, one of my first jobs back when I moved to Milan many years ago was I was working for Sky Sport. Uh -huh. And uh, they would throw me in the middle of a piazza with a microphone, and I'd have to go around and ask everybody, you know, what do you think about this match? I have no, I, I literally, the only thing I know about soccer is that there's two goals, a ball, <laughs> some guys in uniforms with cleats, and I know that there's grass, like that, like, and there's something called offsides, but sometimes I even get that wrong. So I really don't know anything about soccer, and a soccer player can pass right in front of me. I wouldn't even know it was them. I really know nothing about it's out of your field. Like, yeah, you no, I'm it. more of that creative artist. Yeah, you know, I was I always you. in theater and everything. So I'm more into art than, you know, because the San Siro in Milan's sick too. Oh yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I've been there. They, they do lots of a things. Lot of concerts <laughs> yeah. And stuff. So I mean, I've been there a few times. Yeah. My, my cousin said he saw Vasco Rossi there. Really? And he's like, it was the best concert crazy. he's ever been in. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like, I just went to San Siro last year to see, Inter versus AC Milan, the oh, derby. Oh, wow. And it was sick because I'm an Inter fan. Okay. But do you think there's more Inter fans or AC Milan fans? I Milan? don't know. I mean, we you even can't... have a Roma hat here, so don't get in trouble <laughs> yeah. now, hey? That's don't right. get in trouble, hey? We love all the Italian teams <laughs> at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just think, like, I'm such a... Um, I don't want to say that I'm very maternal, but <laughs> I just... I'm such, like, a, a one of... I hate, you know, these kind of gender stereotypes, but I'm such a woman that, like, I'm always like, oh, that one's losing. I feel so bad for that one that's losing. Like, I'm not good with competition <laughs> with, yeah. like, sports teams. We were at Yankee well, Stadium. Because are you a Mets fan? Yeah, I'm a Mets fan. Okay, so. I'm a Yankees fan. Well, I mean, both my parents are well, born in the Bronx. Bad. You'll feel bad if the other team loses, though. Oh, my God, I feel you wouldn't terrible. Make a good Yankee I want to go then. give hugs to everybody. You know, it's like the only one's, like, Boston Red Sox, all right. But then at the end of the day, you know, people take off their uniforms, and they're still human beings. 
beings and it's like you really feel for people i'm yeah. really not good with competition so yeah. i i've never been into sports like i turn the other way if i see like stuff is crazy yeah, yeah but everything's a competition not just sports I know. In your field, I'm sure it's a lot of competition. The way that I see it is, is that I really like to stay in my lane. I know what I'm doing. I know what my goals are, my ambitions mm -hmm. are. And I think that I could, I'm the only one that can do it my way. Just like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're the only one that can do it your way. We're all, we might be kind of pushed into similar categories. Like mm -hmm. if they're looking for a brunette, I'll be in a room with a thousand other brunettes and we all look ex like identical. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it comes down to what what can you offer? As long as mm -hmm. you're being your best self and you're putting your best foot forward, mm -hmm. no one's going to do anything like you. Like no, that's, I agree, I agree. You know, and that's how I've maintained and that's how I've worked internationally and, you know, you know, both in Italian and English for the last decade is because I don't let competition get to me and I don't let... Um, failure get to me and I don't let, um, you know, rejection get to me. I just think, okay, maybe they wanted a girl with blue eyes and my eyes are brown Yeah. and I don't take it personally. I could just be the best brown eyed person that I can be, yeah. but maybe the best version of you. Exactly. exactly. So no, the older that I get, you know, cause I turned 30 this I always, year. I always sort of like that. Yeah. Oh, I said that before. I never yeah. ask a woman her age. Yeah. I but it's like, that was rude. I, I tell everybody I'm not, I'm not, you know, shy. I'm proud. You know, like yeah. I turned 30 this year is a really big birthday. And I think as I've gotten older, I really appreciate. And again, like going back to Italian American, like that has become a really big part of my identity. It's become a really big part of my brand and who I am. It mm -hmm. really informs, you know, me as a, as an actor, like branding myself, we all brand ourselves yeah, in some course. way, shape uh, or form, you know? And so um, what are your, some of your goals for the next five years i have them here i have them in my head <laughs> but i would say definitely um i studied not only acting but also screenwriting mm -hmm. and i reached out to a, a writer that i had worked with in italian television a few years back and i pitched him my story that i had created and he's like oh yeah that's fun and it really um I wonder, like in a few years when we watch this back, if we listen back to this, I wonder if I'll have done this project already. I'm really That's looking That's why I'm asking yeah. you. It's going to be documented now. You'll be like, remember five years this ago? This is actually the first time I really haven't spoken about it openly, but we've got a 120-page script that I want to bring oh, down nice. to about 100 pages. It's a family comedy, oh, and it, it really plays a lot into my own personal experiences of being, you know, American, going back to find my family in Italy. So, but you got pictures to Sky, a nice Italian show. We'll pick we'll it up. We'll see. We'll definitely see. We've got some things on the table, but it's you know step by step, slowly, oh, just getting the right people involved. Mm -hmm. So, uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. That'll be dope. Yeah. You watch yeah. Gamora, the, the Italian show? I actually, uh, it's funny, I've been in contact with one of the actors on the show on Instagram, uh, but I've, I don't know, I've, I've seen clips of it, but I, I'm not which, following which, do it. Do you know which actor? Yeah, Gennaro, but I don't know. Oh, I, the main one. I don't with know. With the crazy haircut? I don't know. I don't know. Jenny. His name's Jenny on the show. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying the wrong name. She got the straight plug. <laughs> I got to open up my Instagram and see. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to show us the DMs. <laughs> No, it's not even like that. I think it's just, you know, you want to support other actors and you see like, oh, where families are from more or less the same, like good luck. I, I always reach out to other Italian Americans and other Italians that are in my industry. Like I'm so guy? happy for you. No, it's actually uh, not no. him. All right. I was talking about Gennaro Savastano. No. His name's Gennaro on the show. 
Ah, uh, no, no, Not, no, no. So you're talking about Gennaro. Uh, there's a Gennaro in real life. <laughs> so we gotta find out who that is. Um, I maybe even it may not even be his name, but, but anyway. really, like Italian, like American Italians mm. don't really watch a lot of Italian TV. Right, I, I, just, I feel it's minimal. Uh, maybe I mean, is it is it dubbed? Well, I mean, because no, Rye, Rye, like I know for personal experience, mm. is sixteen dollars to, to have. What monthly? Yeah, in America. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Like as an add-on. As an add-on, yeah, yeah I would yeah, say, so. yeah, yeah. But it now is. there's like you know fire sticks and all these different ways to get the shows. I guess so, but I mean, firstly, there's a bit of like cultural difference between yeah. Italian Americans and Italians. Yeah, so there's definitely. already that, and then the language barrier. If it, you know, even with you know, subtitle. I would say that Americans just in general don't watch things that aren't in English and they don't watch things that are subtitled. Whereas in Europe, you know, you've got projects coming That's from all, all over the watch. place. Yeah. And especially, well, Italy is really, really big on dubbing. Like, um, they dub just about everything. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It's I like, remember laughing about it growing up, like, even Dragon Ball Z are like the cartoons. But you see their mouth move and like yeah. it doesn't match at all. And I'm like, how could you be okay with this? Like I'm not used to seeing like an actor's uh, mouth move and then like, you know, he's speaking in English and then they throw an Italian guy over yeah, it, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's funny. But. Uh, I, I, like I said, like growing up when we was like during lunchtime, during those naps, we would try to watch TV and be like, what is this? <laughs> but now, now things are different. Like they have everything. Even TVs have YouTube now, so like everything's universal. Everything you know? is a lot. I mean, I moved to it to Milan about what ten ten years ago, more or mm -hmm. less, and oh my gosh, like the world has changed drastically. Milan specifically has changed since the expo came about four years ago. I saw like they Wait, really. What, what, I might sound stupid, but uh -huh. what is that? So the World Expo, like, say, for example, that was, um, you know, the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's when they built the Eiffel Tower is the World Expo. So every year, like, every few years, maybe even four years, I don't remember. I think the next one's going to be in Dubai, if I'm not mistaken. So it's just, like, a, a massive event that that they call the World Expo, and it goes from city to city, and it gives the city an opportunity. Like, people bid for it. Uh -huh. Like the Olympics, say, for oh, okay. example. So it's like a World Cup, almost. Kind of. And then they do lots of cultural things. And it just it's a really great excuse for cities to bring more uh, tourism in. Gotcha. Okay. So I saw that. When did Milan have this? About four years ago. Okay, so like 2015, 16? Yeah. Okay. I want to say, yeah, so that like sounds every World about Cup. right. It sounds like every World Cup. Ex yeah, exactly. So they work on the infrastructure of the city. They clean a lot of things up. Um, like neighborhoods, like really turn over mm. i'm telling you not in a bad way nah, I get not, what in you're a, not in um yeah not in a in, bad way tip-top shape yeah so uh, as far as that goes i would i'm not talking about like gentrification and like kicking people out yeah, of yeah, there yeah. i mean because there has Just, like, been sort of like polishing every day yeah basically like you know the sidewalks all of yeah. a sudden are redone or the roads or uh neighborhoods that had you know lots of public space like parks all, they cleaned a lot of things up so it was really nice it did bring in a lot of international business. Mm -hmm. And um, so Milan really has changed. But also I think social media, mm -hmm. you know, has... Like all of a sudden like littering and all that stuff. Like everybody's much more aware that, of like maybe, the yeah. negative things of like, you know, using straws. Like maybe. all this stuff. Maybe you're right. Maybe. It, it could be. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but... 
Thank you for coming. Thank you. We've been so talking much. about doing this for a long time. So I know. I'm glad we made it happen. I know. We just took a little break too. So this is actually first podcast we filmed in like a month and a half. Well, I'm happy so, to be here. Thank you so much honor. for having me. Thank you so much. We have to do Everybody, it again. Make sure you follow Christy on Instagram. <laughs> we could talk for hours. It's so bad. Like if he didn't cut me off, we would have been going for so much I know. longer too. That's that's what it is. We're at time. We can't stop talking. Yeah. Oh, guys, please follow me on Instagram. So it's at Christy Peruso. I'll spell that out. I'll make out. sure I put it in the bio too. Yeah. It's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E and my last name, Peruso, P-E-R-U-S-O. And yeah, let's keep the conversation Thank going. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. And here's a word from the sponsors. Be sure to check out Fabrizia Limoncello on Instagram, which can be found at Fabrizia underscore Limoncello, F-A-B-R-I-Z-I-A underscore L-I-M-O-N-C-E-L-L-O. And be sure to click on their link in the bio to find a local retailer by you. Shout out to Hardcore Italians. Make sure to go to www.hardcoreitalians.com. Use special code GUI. Again, special code GUI, short for Growing Up Italian, for all special discounts. Thank you.